You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Welcome back to the Sportscast. We are live Tuesday from the Juicy Whip Studios in Midtown Glendora, California. Pride of the Foothills. I am the Bud Knocker. I will be your host for the evening as my son has taken ill this week. Pussy. <laughs> Sissy, right? Walk it off. That's what I said about walk it off. But apparently he's pretty sick. Uh, you know that this is the one thing he really looks forward to every single week. So he must be sick. I'm one of those if- pussies. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's why you're not here, John. Right? <laughs> All right. We already oh, know that, true. dude. You don't have to call in and say that. But um, So we'll try and wing it. Um, you know, this is my third attempt at, at leading the, the, the parade here. Um, first one didn't go so well. Actually, it went okay. Second one with Ed Detloff went pretty damn good, I must say. And tonight, I'm here with my boy, Renee, on the ones and twos. Yeah, who yeah, will have yeah. definitely a bigger part of the show tonight. I like crunch on my weenie. <laughs> but of course. <laughs> it's entertainment, man. Do whatever we can to get through these two hours right, right now. Right. But um, and on the other mic is uh my other son, Giants fan, aka Daniel, aka Dan Burlington. Oh, what a mighty fine evening! Yes. Uh, all we tonight, Mister Burlington. Doing good. Um, I just came back from a uh, paintball tournament in Las Vegas. So oh that yeah, that's right. That's how was your weekend? Um, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Tell us about Look it. Look at that Q&A. Nice segue. Um, uh, we uh destroyed in the semifinals Friday, Saturday. We went three we, we went three, oh and one. We tied a game. Very nice. Um, but as you all know, a tie is way better than a loss uh, as far as the point standings. Sunday, we're up three zero. It's a race to four, so you can mercy someone uh four zero or if you win by four points. So if it's five one you win. Um we ended up losing five four. Oh, you went Clippers. Yeah, you went Clippers Rockets on them, huh? And they we just we just couldn't adjust. They they uh, they scouted us the day before, and uh, we were up. And then they just they outplayed us. We couldn't adjust. Um, but man, I got a thousand stories. We could sit here and I could just talk about a thousand stories from. Yeah, but that's for another day. Enough about paintball. No. So what is a race to four? I mean, how how is Uh, so a race to four? What is this like? Capture the flag Uh, for those who don't know. We're playing. uh, We're playing in the NXL, which is basically the NFL of of paintball. Uh It's um it's a race to four. Uh, you're basically on a 50 yard football field that's cut down the middle. The bunkers are mirrored, so you have a 50 yard line, and the bunkers are mirrored on each side. Um, And uh, you play split deck, so you're with uh, two other teams that are playing at the same time. So you have 50 minutes per team so you play oh, a point wow. and then the other team goes on and plays a point and then you're on right afterwards right so it it seems like you would have time to rest and it seems like it's not hectic but a point can last four minutes or it can last now how do you score seconds. a point you capture so you the other flag or you get they, everybody they, out they, or did what? Away, they did away with the flag okay so. so instead at the starting gate basically it's a five player five on five elimination and then at the end whoever's left uh for each team um the person goes down to their starting gate and presses a buzzer the ref looks you, oh, overlooks you, your entire equipment and stuff to see if you may be hit or something like that. If you're not, the points approved, and then that's how you score. Okay, so so let me get this straight. I, I mean, I think I know the rules, and I'm just trying to get you know. I'm, Daniel's very into this. He spent a lot of money. He travels around. He does this a lot, so that's why we're giving him some time here on the show to explain this. But as I recall, you got hosed because if if the player that back then cap takes the flag, but if the player who touches the buzzer. Upon inspection, is found to have paint 
on him yes. anywhere, yes. that team is, it's is a, it's a disqualified m- for that point. So it's a minor right? penalty. So say we have three people alive. This is just hypothetical. So you have three people alive. You have one person go hit the buzzer. Right. He's found to have been shot. Right. Been hiding a shot on him. It's a minor penalty. A minor penalty. So he's out. They pull another one of your players out that's still alive on the field, but you're still left with one more player that can go tap the buzzer again. So you're not completely screwed. Your players that are still left on the field at the end of the point are still live players, so they can. Okay, still so let me ask you this, and, and we'll get off this subject because yeah, yeah. I can hear the the, the yeah, things no clicking problem. off. But I, Josh is speed dialing the phone right now. Shut up! Ah! No, it's all sports. <laughs> I want to get into March Madness. So right, go but ahead. Hey, yeah, but, go ahead. But you guys who haven't played paintball and this stuff, it really is pretty cool. So let me ask you this: Let's say that the guy, there's two people left on the field, and the guy that touches is found with paint. He's eliminated. The one guy left is eliminated. So you end up losing. Uh, you or it's, tie. It's a no point. It's a no point. So you would just you would just come out for your next point in play. So which interesting. Fuck, which sucks. So that's what you did, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, all paintball. I hate that. All thing. the time on the sports. That's cast. like the biggest dick punch you can get is playing <laughs> that music. <laughs> right. Give us a call if you want to talk paintball. 818-435-8423 or anything else that's on your mind. Uh, give us a call. Be part of the show. You know we love it. We'll pick up the call. We don't screen. We just bring you in. Bring us some action. Renee. Yes. What did you do this weekend? I had a pretty mellow weekend. I didn't do very much. Uh, just watched some movies at home, and uh, that's pretty much it. Just chilling. This Friday, I'm going to go see David Gilmore, the guitarist very from Pink nice. Floyd at the Hollywood Bowl, man. So Now, is this going to be, okay, the Hollywood Bowl, so that's not really a surround stadium like he did the wall and all that. Right. So are you, are, is he going to have the same type of theatrics? You know what? At the I, bowl or, or I don't is it know. I've music se- or what? You know what? It's going to be his entire show. I've seen uh, Roger Waters twice. Right. Okay. Um, and he didn't have that big of a show, but I'm I'm hoping that this is going to be like. Well, the Wall was a theatrical show. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was saying. one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Huh? But uh, I'm sure that he won't disappoint. You know, he's going to have laser light shows and everything like that. So. How many of, how many members of the actual band are going to be there? Or does, I mean, do any of them play in his band of Pink Floyd? Of Pink Floyd no. playing David Gilmour's band? So. No. Well, Rick Wright, the the keyboard player, is dead. Well, he uh, won't be there. He won't be there. <laughs> and uh, I doubt Roger Waters will be there. And uh, I doubt Nick Mason will be there. So it's just going to be him. I'm sure he'll play some. Flo- I really hope he plays like Money. You know all the hits, man. Oh, this yeah, one, for Run sure. Like Hell. Run Like Hell. It's the one uh, I, I said was my favorite. Yeah, I dig yeah. that one. You cranked that bad boy. Yeah. I will. We'll play it at the break. That's nice. But, but uh, uh, yeah, I got that going on this week and uh, that's pretty much it man oh wait you sitting man what's that are you doing the whole lunch dinner thing or are you sitting in the back on the hill or what where are you sitting uh we are we're in section e but we have we're fourth row of where we're sitting nice so the section that we're in we're we're fourth yeah very nice so so we're probably going to take public transportation down there um and uh yeah because we don't want to drive and pay all the parking and stuff like that you know because we're gonna be drinking and stuff so very, very tough. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, the Hollywood Bowl is one of the most iconic places uh, in Hollywood to see a concert. The Beatles played there. Everybody who was anybody from classical music yep. to, to, you know, John Williams, who did all the Star Wars themes, this and that. This the Hollywood Bowl is an iconic place this to, will probably to, to be, see a show. probably be my fifth time there. I've seen Santana there. I've seen Tom Petty there. I've seen Steve Miller there. I've seen Aerosmith there. Uh, and now I'm uh, going to see David Gilmore there. Very nice. Very nice. You know, you get the California sunset yep. as it goes down. I mean, I think... One of the most comparable things, it, you know, not not the actual setting, but as far as the atmosphere and the sun and, and, and the weather would be maybe Red Rocks, uh, you know, the yeah. concerts that in they Colorado. have at, at, in Colorado. Right. You know, same kind of vibe, same kind of scene. Never been there. Really it's cool. a great venue, though. Um, that's what I hear. I'd love to go see a concert there. It looks fantastic. It's yeah. an amphitheater that looks like it's set into, you know, into the mountain itself. So that was cool. Um, as far as my weekend, um, I went to uh, 
Laughlin this weekend. Ooh, okay. I hadn't been to Laughlin in. It's fun out there. Two weeks. <laughs> no, you used, used to go quite a bit. No, I've been to Laughlin probably like twenty years. Went to went stay the Colorado Colorado Bell. Uh, we went there because uh, my wife was comped and um, blah 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 to to see Vince Gill, okay. the, the country uh, country uh, singer. Um, show was great. So went to see the show. Um, but boy, I mean, if you ever want your ego boosted, if you're about my age, like fifty. 56, 57, and you want to go feel real good about yourself, go to the Colorado Bell for a weekend. Literally, I was the most in shape, <laughs> youngest looking person ever. If you put a casino in the middle of an old folks' home, you have the Colorado Bell. I'm just a sweet transvestite. That's what I was shaking. That's what I was saying. But just old people, walkers. Yeah. You know, and God bless them. Hey, yeah. no problem. You're out there still doing your thing, drinking, partying, gambling, That's whatever. That's where all the old people right? go. But yep. holy crap. How were the rooms there? I've never stayed there. I've gambled there. The rooms were run down. It, I, you know, it, yeah. it was old. It's an old casino. It was showing his age. Yeah. Uh, but but what was really cool is it was St. Patrick's weekend. Okay. So they had Irish live Irish uh, entertainment out there right, you know, they're on the deck and the river's right behind us. So that was pretty cool. Um, some pretty good musicians, some pretty good music. Uh, weather was fantastic. So, nice. You know, all in all, good food, good weekend. Cool. R- really nice weekend. Did you drink so. any green beer? You know what? I was waiting for the green beer. I drank beer, but it wasn't green. I was right. kind of like, what's, you know, what's up? Yeah. But I had some bangers and mash. No, there you go. Had me some uh, uh, corned beef and cabbage. Okay. That just sounds know, gross. Some fish and chips. It was good stuff. It's actually pretty good. I mean, God, like bangers and mash. It's just Who sauce. came up with that it's name? Sauce. It sounds like two cops. Huh? I know. It's bangers and mash. It's bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. I got a uh, proto chimes in and says, it was my birthday yesterday. I've been drunk since Friday. Hashtag my weekend. <laughs> Attaboy. There you go. <laughs> There's our fans right there. Well, that'll do it for a, what was your weekend like? Um, let's jump into the NFL. There's a lot of news out there. Um, we got some free agents. We got some rule changes. Thank you for the music, Renee. I really appreciate the backup music <laughs> right there. You know, Josh usually has that music. Oh, he has it on his board? Yeah, he has it on Okay, well, put me something in the background. I feel like I'm alone on a desert island right now. Give me something. But anyway, the NFL approved some rule changes today. And I think Daniel and I are kind of like on the opposite sides of a couple of these. But they first we'll talk about the elimination of all chop blocks, uh, which I guess includes, you know, anything on, on punt returns. I think was pretty much. But anytime you block a guy below the waist, it's going to be a penalty. Um, what do you think, Daniel? Do you think they're uh, going too far? No, no, think- I agree with that. That that stupid-ass chop block just ruins people's careers, in my opinion. And the whole thing, too, is that, like, I, I always tell this with people with defensive backs. It's like they're, they're already at a disadvantage because the receivers are running forward. You have to run backwards. You're, you're already at a disadvantage. The defensive linemen now, like, they can stand up now. They don't have to be in a three-point stance when they're coming in, mm-hmm. most of them. Um, but, on the, like, on the same end, yeah, it's good because it's not going to – there's not there's going to be less injuries. But it's going to be a lot harder for offensive linemen to block now. Because that's that was a b- pretty big, you know, package in their arsenal is be able to just get someone on the floor. I already did my job. Hopefully the pass got off, right? But now the offensive linemen aren't going to be able to use that, and that was a, like a, you know, a weapon for them. Well, I think they had already legaled the interior um, chop block, where, where if you're engaged, uh, uh, you know, up high blocking yeah. with a defensive yeah, lineman and another yeah. player hits him low, that was a penalty. Um, Chop blocking as the wide receiver crashes down on the defensive end or a linebacker in his blind on his blind side and, that was so and fun chops his school. legs out. 
right? Yeah. Well, that used to be fun for if you're a receiver. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the only, most yeah. fun thing because you sure shit yeah. don't want to take them if, high, if right? If you're on a running team, yeah, that's the best for you. So I get, uh, you know, player safety and all that. I, I guess what they're, I, I guess it's a good rule because if I'm if I'm a lineman or even a linebacker and I'm I'm chasing and we saw the cheap shot hit against the Packers. The Packer lineman, uh, I forget who made the hit, but it was against the Packer lineman a couple years ago where he was chasing an interception, and and he just got yep. chop blocked, and he was out for the rest of the year. Was it? Oh, by Adamican Sue. Yeah. I think it was Adamican Sue against uh, one of the Packer linemen and, and took him out on a stupid, dumb play. Um, I think this what eliminates is, is a lot of fear, um, a lot of knee injuries, a lot of hip injuries, a lot of broken legs. Those kind of uh, uh, things, because now if you're chasing, you know, you don't have to worry about getting chopped yeah. uh, in the knees and, and that ending your career. I mean, if you're going to stop the head blows, they need to stop that particular kind of block. So I'm kind, I'm, I'm in favor with that one, um, just like you are. Yeah. Okay, we have another one, which I'm kind of iffy on. They uh, expanded the horse collar rule, okay, to include the nameplate on the jersey. Now, every rule in the last, let's say, 15 years has aided the offense. You know, most of them. The yeah. defense can't grab, they can't touch, they can't blow, they can't blah, blah, blah. And, and that's designed, in my opinion. Well, of course it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Points put, put butts but, in the seats. Yeah. Right? It's an offensive game. The defense wins championships still in this day and age, but it's an offensive game as far as the regular season and, and everything like that goes. Fans want to see touchdowns. Fans want to see points. Not to the point of the Arena League, but they still want to see points. So my my problem with this, though, is if I'm a defensive back and, and I'm, you know, just trying to chase and grab onto anything and I grab his jersey, it's not the same as grabbing his shoulder pads. Yeah. Right? I agree. In, in my opinion, the jersey, yes, it's going to yank him down and what have you. But come on, man. I got to grab something. You're taking everything away from me as a defensive back. I can't hit low. I can't hit high. I can't target. I can't touch after five yards. Well, you know, what the hell? Now I can't even tackle by grabbing his jersey. So I grab his jersey. You know what? If you want to do this, this is my solution. And back in the day, you're not old enough to remember. Renee, you might remember some of this. But back in the day, they had tearaway jerseys. Yeah. Where yeah. if you grab the jersey, it just ripped off the guy completely. <laughs> I, like, I call those Hulk Hogan's. You know, exactly. I mean, there, there are games where, where, you know, players went through four or five jerseys in a game but to me that's a lot safer than you know grabbing making yeah, it a no, penalty and, and you. what have you if you want to just say okay if you grab the nameplate well then make the nameplate terrible T i mean tear away yeah and to your point they're you trying know? to make the defensive backs play a perfect game in a game that's so bang like a bang bang play like it's impossible for when you're in a play i remember Nothing was going through my head except tackle the guy. Grab something. And now it's like, okay, I can't hit him in the head. If I don't hit him with my shoulder, it's a penalty. If I do this, if I do that, I got it. I can't do is this. Is he defenseless? Is he yeah, not defenseless? Is he not defenseless? Did he catch like, the ball? Is the ball too high? They're wanting players to have this run through their heads, and it, that's not how it works. No, it's not. It's, it's and just I, I, I don't like this one. In my, in my opinion, they should just go back to just the caller. That's it. I mean, really? The nameplate? Like... Well, know. I mean, if that's what you're talking about, here's here's my solution to Give this. Give me something. Well, think about this. Okay, the the name is right in the back of the of the shoulder pads, right? Yeah. So V V cut the back of the jersey, right? And Velcro the son of a bitch on, right? Yeah. So if the cornerback or whoever's chasing grabs onto that, he comes up with a piece of fabric, right? 
I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, uh, in motocross, the um, uh, the visors. You know how they have like ten stacks of visors? Oh so yeah, horse racing visors, too. Yeah. Yeah. And they can kind of rip that off. Mm-hmm. You could almost put to your point. You could almost put like a couple of the nameplate tags off. So if you rip that off, he's down where you were to rip that off. You could do something like that, but like no, I said, that's a little flag footballer. So to me, that's a little too far. He's down. Yeah, but you're already you're already making it so hard for like you're already making it so hard for them to tackle him. It, it, no, I understand it, but if your object is oh, strictly to the point of safety, then okay, you come up with a handful. You know, not the whole jersey, just that one spot, just velcroed on, and you know, hey, you came up with a piece of jersey, you missed a tackle. Yeah, I don't uh, have a problem. That, that, with that's that. what I was trying to say. Not put like ten stacks of them. Yeah, have, have something that can rip off or something like right, that. Right, yeah, and you just exactly. drop it. Yeah. They, they they back in the huddle, slap it back on you. I mean, and that's you're good such to go. a vague word in football is safety. Right? Your whole job is to just is to kill. kill people. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's an oxymoron if yeah. ever there was one. Okay. Um, they also made permanent that the extra points will be placed um, uh, where they have been uh, on the 15-yard line. I, so, think, I uh, think they should come back a little further, honestly. See, well, you can't go to a 50-yarder. I mean, no, come I on, can't man. go to a 50, but like. I think they accomplished their goal. They went from 99% made to something, I think. Renee, what was it? Probably around 70. It was, no, no, no. I think it was in the low 90s. I don't think it reached the 80s, but it was enough that if you watch the extra point, there was a chance that he could miss it. Yeah, and I but it, like I'd rather I'd rather it, it's just still so easy. I mean, if a kicker can kick a 55-yard field goal, that's a PAT like that's nothing. Yeah, but, but a point after touchdown, I mean, what happened in in well, one of the playoff games? Was it one of the playoff games the guy missed the extra point and changed the complete complexion of the entire game. Do you like the extra point? <sighs> and you've been watching football for a long time. I mean, do you really? I mean, no, it's like, I oh, they're kicking the extra no, point. No, like, I, I think you should have to go for two. Yeah, I like that. You want to put butts in seats? <laughs> that right. makes it a lot more compelling. A one-point conversion from the two-yard line and a three-point conversion from the five-yard line. Yeah, I like I, that, that, would go, be, that would be fun balls to watch. Out. Well, you know my contention. I've always said this. I think field goals should be eliminated, period, until the last two minutes of the half. Yeah. Go for it, you pussies. Yeah. Right? It would be the interesting. The object is to put the damn ball in the end zone. Go for it. Right? If you don't think you can make make the field goal, then you punt. And you, you bring back the punter putting the ball inside the coffin corner instead of punting it through the gosh darn end zone all the time. I think just the people in the NFL head office are like Illuminati conspiracists. And they have to have, like, they have, to have seven points all the time because it's like the perfect number, you know? Well, now we have to shave points here. Yeah. A lot easier yeah. to shave point on that two-point conversion. Yeah, than it is. More. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, um, let me see. What, what, there what was, was the other one? Uh, there was one rule. Give me one second. Have it right here. Um, with the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. if you receive two unsportsmanlike conduct. Now, this didn't pass. Right. It's They're still waiting. In, it's still on the in table delegation. Still. But, yeah, it's still on, on the table. But uh, if you receive two unsportsmanlike com- uh, conduct penalties, you are ejected from the game. How do you feel about that? I like it. I, I, I like it. Um, you know, people are going to say some, some, you know, we'll jump. I'm sure you're on the other side. Um, but I, I like it because it's going to eliminate some of this stupidity. You know, um, you get a freebie on the first one. And if you're stupid enough to get a second one in, now, yeah, players are going to try to go to other players into this. But, I mean, if you're just... Just one of those players who likes to take penalties. You bad mouth, 
you know, does stupid shit, uses the, uses the words to the referees, bumps people, does the stupid thing that that um, your guy on the Giants did. Oh yeah, uh, um, Beckham, yeah, right? Kick the ball and and sue and guys like this, perfect. They don't need these guys in the game. If you want to act a fool and you want to act stupid, we're going to give you that unsportsmanlike. Now, the other team obviously is going to try and bait you and this and that, but that's all part of the yeah, game. That's it's part of hockey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of any game. Do you feel and the same way about baseball and bat flips? Because there's been a whole big uh, uproar with you know Goose Gossage and stuff, calling out players and saying how they don't respect the game anymore I want because to of that. Well, we'll, I think we'll, we'll talk about that yeah, more in we'll baseball. Get there. We'll get but there. But a rough, a rough answer to you? No, I don't have a problem with it. But we'll and, talk um, about that a little more. Donald Trump Donald Trump actually came in on Twitter and said, all these new hashtag NFL rules are ridiculous. Why do we always have to change things in sports? It's the pussyfication of America. <laughs> Just kidding. That was Josh Pacheco. <laughs> well, you know and what? I, I, I agree. To an extent, it's just like you're trying to change so much about the game. Just let them play. Like people are gonna get hurt. There's gonna be dementia and things like that because of hitting. Like you can't. Con- you're, you're trying to control an uncontrollable sport. It's right. It's mayhem. It's like it it's like trying. It's like it's like war. And I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect. Don't go. It's not war. I'm not disrespecting soldiers. War is a horrible, awful thing. And believe me, I've lived through a whole bunch of wars. I've seen a lot of film of caskets. And I'm an anti. You know, wars. Are stupid, and but, I mean, there's some that need to be fought. But anyway, I'm getting off track. What what I'm trying to say is, is you make the generals sit there and they make plans, they make plans, and they make plans. And as soon as the first bullet's fired, all those plans yeah, go to goes shit. All the shit. Yeah. So just like the NFL, as soon as the ball snapped, it's fast paced, it's 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 reaction, and there's not a whole lot of time to think. But if you're one of those players who's just out of control, and there's out of control players, right? You got to stop that. I mean, we got to stop the, the guys doing stupid things and hitting quarterbacks low and clotheslining people and doing conscious things because those are. Yeah. We, we got to get that out of the game. So uh, I like the rule. What what, what about you? I, I do. Um, I, I like the rules. I like the changing. I like most of them. I just I don't like the unsportsmanlike conduct because of the baiting that's going to occur. But you have baiting in all types of games. Hockey, especially, you uh, bait. But for sure. Uh, uh, I don't know that, that I'm I'm 50-50 on that one. The other ones I I totally agree with. So uh, and also <laughs> Josh Pacheco at the real Josh Pacheco chimes in. I bet Wendy made all those people at the Colorado Bell pop a Viagra. Hashtag old wrinkly balls all over the place. Oh, did you take the Viag- <laughs> Viagra I gave you for Christmas? Yeah. As a matter of fact, funny you should ask. <laughs> did you actually put it to use? It didn't work. Oh, it didn't. It was useless. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't even know how old it was. To absolutely be and completely useless. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, your penis was? <laughs> what no, are you talking about? No, the pill was. Oh, the pill was. Oh, okay. It didn't do anything extra. It didn't do anything special. I'm very disappointed. So, so is Wendy. <laughs> oh but my God. Uh, in answer to your question, Josh, we were, <laughs> we were walking around that place, and I turned to her and said, you know what? You are the finest looking woman in this entire place. There's nobody that looks as good as you. And she goes, yeah, this is really good for my ego. <laughs> and I was feeling really down. She goes, but, man, it just makes me want to get on the treadmill. I mean, we're looking down at the pool, and literally 85% of all the adults down there were obese. <laughs> yeah. A good 30 pounds obese, 40 pounds, just like, wow. Wow, are you kidding me? This is a little small segment of America. and You know, damn, honey, you look smoking hot, let me tell you. Let me tell you, she was reaffirmed in that. But um, <laughs> before we go to break, a couple more things in football. Colin Kaepernick, they've shopped him around, Yeah. right? They're willing to take a second-round pick, and nobody's buying. 
Mm. Nobody's buying. Uh, the Browns weren't able to, to restructure his contract. On April 1st, he gets 11.9 guaranteed. He hasn't got Chip Kelly in his corner because he hasn't come out and said, hey, we're keeping him. He's my quarterback. W- what do you think they're going to do with him? Um, I don't know. He, uh, I don't know if he's got anything left in the tank, man. I think after his couple first years at the 49ers, people kind of figured out his spiel. And I really don't think that regardless of the offense you put him in, I really don't think he's going to be able to do anything production-wise. It's the same thing. Like, Cam Newton's been able to produce because he can throw and he can read and he can read defenses and he can make uh, plays on the run. Now, Colin Kaepernick can, but the um, the offense at the 49ers, they ran the uh, the option, right? It was mostly the option. Uh, his first uh, couple, three years. Yeah, yeah and kinda. you couldn't figure it out because he was so dynamic. Right. Now everyone's got to figure it out. You know as soon as you go up to line up on the other side of him, he's either throwing it or he's breaking off and running or he's going to hand it off. Like, it, it's very... He's very easy to read is what I'm trying to get So at. what do you do if you're the 49ers, man? He's 11.9 I, million guaranteed after the first. You cut him? I say, you I say you eat it because there's no one else good on the market, and I let you. And I, I see what uh, Chip Kelly can do with him, honestly. Or right. you take your chance and you just retain him and see what he can do and see if he has a bounce back year. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's exactly what they're going to do because if he's not willing, he's already said. He's, I mean, there was talks with RG3, right? They were looking heavily into RG3, weren't they? Uh, I don't think heavily. It was His name was tossed around a lot more by the media than it was by the 49ers. I don't think they were given a really serious look because Chip Kelly coached for those years in the East against RG3. He knows what he can do. He knows what he can't do. And I just don't think that he wanted him. And he just made a decision on like, this ah, team. Yeah, I don't want him. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of RG3, the Jets and the Browns are the only two teams that have shown any interest <laughs> in RG3. Um what, what they, they haven't signed Fitzgerald? The Jets, the Jets are still negotiating with really? Fitzgerald. Absolutely. The guy went 10 and 6. And, and I think, I think he's going to end up there. Um, you know, he was kind of shocked that he's still there. Um, the only team that RG3 has visited is the Browns. They kept him for two days and they didn't sign him. So that says a lot that the Browns aren't willing to take a flyer God, I'd rather, on I'd, RG3. I'd man. rather go back to school and get a degree in accounting than go play with the freaking Browns. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, couple of couple of free agent things. Um, Eric Weddle signed with the Ravens. I uh, uh, Eric Weddle went with the Ravens. Yes, he did. Oh man, because I knew the Patriots were looking were looking uh, at him. Right, he signed yeah. with with the Ravens. I think that's good though. I think that's good. I think the Ravens could could utilize him well. He's a very good player. Saying, talking about the Ravens, there was an NFL player that passed away over the weekend, right? Oh, he got in that car got, accident, uh, a, motorcycle a motorcycle accident. accident. He did pass racing. away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I do not recall the name, but I know the situation. Yeah, yeah. I did not know he passed. I knew he was in very, very, very bad shape. Right. So, um, you know, that that's a shame. Um, you have some retirements. You had, uh, you know, B.J. Raji, Marshawn Lynch, uh, um, um, Calvin Johnson. That leads me to the, the – there's some free agents out there that are pretty old that really don't know what's going to happen with them. you got Mark and Colson, 32 years old. Owen Daniel, 33 years old. Jason Hatcher, 33. The Freak, Dwight Freeman, 36. Trey Walker. 36, yeah. Oh, Trey Walker. Trey Walker. Well, prayers out to him and his family. Uh, well, what hey, a tragic – He was a cornerback. Yeah, what a tragic, tragic thing. Um, Leon Hall, 31. Carlos Dansby. What do you do with I, them, man? I, think I mean, th- these they'll guys wind up re- on, they'll wind up on teams, but I mean, from an economic point of view, from a front office point of view, their age, your age kills you. Well, the problem is these guys. Here's the catch: twenty-two, in my opinion, they reach this age because they've been damn good. Yeah. You don't get to be 34, 33, 34 years old in this league without being a damn good player. But on the other hand, if you're that good and you have that much experience, you command 
you know, it's like in society, yeah, the, corporate, you, the corporate world. You think well, you're worth you more, and the, yeah, because the younger guy, I can pay less and teach him to do what you were doing, and I have to exactly. pay all the benefits. Yeah. So I think some of these guys are just going to end up retiring, and that retirement age is is dropping lower and lower. So anyway, that's it for the first segment. Um, so the song we're going to play at the break, or after this, yes. during the break, it's Run Like Hell from the album The Wall which okay. came, uh, by Pink Floyd, which came out the year that I was born. Oh, really? Do you know what year that is, Daniel? I, shit, I don't know. <laughs> you know what year that came out? I'm going to say, I'm going to say you were born in 1987. 79. 79? 79. Wow. Anyways, it was... Uh, Damn. Yeah. I was 18. It's, <laughs> I was 21 years old. <laughs> wow. You know, it's off of uh, one of Pink Floyd's greatest albums, in my opinion. Absolutely. And uh, it's called Run Like Hell. Even though it's sung by Roger Waters, uh, there's some great, great guitar work for, by David Gilmore on it. So Absolutely. We're going to play that at the break. Well, this is the break, so bring it on. We'll catch you on the other side. We'll talk about a little bit of NBA. We still got some NHL news. We got March some March Madness. Madness. Some upsets. Brackets are busted all over the world. So uh, stay with us. Check us out on the other side and enjoy some Pink Floyd.
enjoyed that Pink Floyd. I know I did. Hey, uh, at the break, we had two more people come into the studio. Uh, we've got a return visit by my friend Courtney Thompson. How's been, it going? In the band Mothership. He was here a few months ago. And my ex-neighbor, perfect neighbor Rich, sitting in next to him. He's a little shy. He probably won't talk a lot, but he's here. He doesn't even here. want to be on camera. What's that? He doesn't even <laughs> want to be on camera. That's okay. Yeah. He wants to drink, so he can stay. Oh, Are go. you wanted? Is that the problem, Rich? Are you wanted in a few states? <laughs> but if you see behind me, the shelving work, I'll get out of the way so you can see it, uh, where we have our memorabilia up there. Uh, that was once a window leading into my garage, and my buddy, perfect neighbor Rich, uh, put that thing together so it looks like it was born here, and uh, we're very appreciative of that. Great work. Uh, he's a very good friend of mine, and uh, I'm really glad to have you guys here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Hope you enjoy what we're doing. Um, what we're going to get to next is obviously um, the big thing that is going on this weekend, March effing madness. Again, some some things were were uh, proven right. My one moniker for everything that is basketball is very simple. The fundamentals: you make your free throws, you win the effing basketball game. So uh, it's my so Southern hard to watch. California Trojans. Oh my! Don't even start with the learn this lesson the hard way. Go on, Daniel. You've been waiting to talk about. Uh, this. I was watching this. I was watching this game in Vegas. They literally look like a cat with nine lives. They tried so hard to give that game away. Literally, they would mess up, and then uh, Providence just couldn't score. I think Providence was stuck on 49 points for a good, yeah, what, 12, yeah, really six minutes. And I I'm sitting there with John, who uh, is the owner of the team, and he's just like, they're throwing it away. Like, it's this is ridiculous. They couldn't, they, they would have put the game away. It should have ended 73-69. Yep. They missed At four. Worst. Free throws. Yes, they did. Oh. Absolutely. It comes right down to it. How are you a D1 athlete <laughs> and miss a free throw? Well, here's my theory on that. Here's my theory on that. I hope we don't bore the shit out of you guys. <laughs> I know I we will it, talk um, NASCAR, Rich. Eventually, we're going to get to NASCAR. And Courtney, I don't know. I heard, uh, I heard 69. That's all I It's <laughs> <laughs> a very limited scope, right? It's a very limited scope, but Just I know it drink. well. Just <laughs> sit here and drink. Fits right in. Pretty much what we're all doing. Right, so. pretty much what we're all doing. But hey, um, in contrast to yours, right, the USC, I watched one of the best basketball games of the tournament, Indiana versus Kentucky. Now, Kentucky had, I believe, a five-game win streak in the NCAA tournament against Indiana University. Um, That's correct. But they kept fouling the same guy, yeah. trying to catch up. And what did he do? He made his goddamn free throws. I know it's weird. It's so like it's just it's just that's what you have to do. If you don't can't make free throws, I remember Memphis back in the day. Oh, Memphis. Um, yeah. With Calipari was coaching Memphis, they had like a nine point lead in the final game, and they went to hack Memphis, and they couldn't shoot a free throw. They could make a free throw and lose at the NCAA championship. It's just it's just I, unbelievable. I mean, what you guys see all the players turned into Shaq and just clank, clank, clank. Right. But yet you it, see the you see the schools. The smaller schools, yeah. Yale, right? It's they the little things, free throws. man. It's the little things, right? It really I mean, is. They don't get big time scholarships, so they have to make it on fundamentals. They know how to dribble, they know how to play defense, they know how to pass, and they make their free throws. Yep. They're not the big time, um, you know, stars that really don't have. To, they don't practice free throws. Yeah, I'm a firm believer. Don't give me this and crap that oh, their hands are too big or the, the, the all this other bullshit, dude. Make your effing free throws. It's not that effing hard. I agree. And I want to ask you this question: Do you think fans are out of line? Nowadays, 
especially with the one and out with players, fans expect their teams to get into the 16 or the final four, you know, and, and every year. And when they don't, they blow up and wonder why. Well, it's like these coaches are having to deal with a new set of people. It's like having to deal with a new set of staff for your business every single year. Well, let me put it to you this way, Courtney. Let's say you have a five-piece band. Okay? Okay. And every year, three of them leave. That's uh, exactly what happens <laughs> with my band. <laughs> what happens with a lot of bands? Man? Okay, yeah. so to, to, to his point as far as sustaining... Making the sweet you get no groove, you can't vibe, right? You have yeah. to start with three new band members. So how do you, you know, how long does it take you to to it's re- come up with a sound? It's work, it man. Is. You kind of have to have a direction. I think a coach, right? It's pick the same thing. Yeah, he's like telling people what he wants it right. to be like. I know, obviously, everyone's got their own uh, forte that you try to nurture that and try to get the result you're still looking for. But it's like starting from a blank page again, right? Again, you don't build any camaraderie. You don't build that. No. I don't even need no, to look at you there. for you, you to know the You're I'm just playing. doing a job. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and then as long as you deliver. Right. And it, it's you know. just like the, it's just fans just aren't being rational. Like, do you really not understand that this is a problem in the NCAA with basketball that your players are leaving? Well, fans, fans aren't, aren't concerned with the players. I know. With the one and done. Oh. They're concerned with... The letters on the front of the jersey. I understand, but it's like, how did how did USC go on a three, you know, national championship run, or how does Alabama do it every year? It's like, well, he gets to maintain his players. Right. I mean, shit. If I can maintain LeBron and three other good players every year, I'm gonna go pretty far in the playoffs yeah, it's, every it's, year. It's definitely rough when you have players there. You know, you think you recruit them, you think we re- you recruit them for the proper attitude and this and that, and then they get there and they're not willing to listen. They're not willing to, to, to grasp what you're trying to do because they know they're going to be gone in a year. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, like, you know, why you, do I you care? Got a, you pro? got a bass player who you're trying to get into this groove, right? Right. And he knows next year I'm signing with another band, so if I don't like what you tell me, well, fuck it. I'm just playing bass. You, you know, you can suck it, right? It's like that, but it kind of comes from me. Like, you're just playing bass. Right. So get on board or get the fuck out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And they do after one year. Well, uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Knocker, what do you think about that? The Northern Iowa, do you think it was the worst collapse ever? 11-point lead with 45 seconds. They with lost, Texas A&M? They to Texas A&M. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one thing they teach you, don't throw the ball in the coffin corner, and they did that a couple yeah. times. So kudos to, uh, uh, to A&M. And that win by um, uh, Wisconsin. I, you know, I didn't see that one. Again, I was away this weekend. I oh, saw some of the games. Right. I saw most of the games. Uh, I'm surprised at some of the upsets. I mean, come on. Hawaii comes in see, and beats did, Cal. Did you see the Texas loss? Buzzer, no, I did the not. The buzzer from half court. Not on replay. Oh my! Not on replay, man. And that's why March Madness is amazing. Isn't it the it's best for thing? Things one and done. Like Can you imagine? That. It is crazy. Imagine if the NBA, Renee, in the playoffs, went to one and done. All thirty-two teams are in it. That would be awesome. Honestly, it's one and done until the final. Their ratings would skyrocket. Are you kidding me? Right. I would watch, and I hate the Are NBA. Are you kidding me? The Sixers get to play the Warriors. Yeah. And all they got to do is yeah. win one, one game. game. Anyone can win one game right? on a good day. Can you, I'm serious. Can you imagine the intensity yep. of only having to win one game? But then you have advance? those fans that would be like, "That's not fair. Yeah. It's oh, not fair. Fuck it's oh, not man. a true test of skill." <laughs> yeah. Why you gotta change the game? It's been so, like that for years. Our, uh, our, okay, our, that's our, all right. It's too long. The season's too damn long anyway. Well, that's corporate, that. you know. Right? You got to exactly. sell those. You got to sell that ad space. So, Seriously. let's see. Um, so we're in the sweet 16. Let me see how I did here. 
I don't know if there is one bracket that is still intact. There is no way that someone still has a maintaining uh, has maintained a bracket this entire time. Cannot possibly. Be. Yeah, especially possibly with Michigan. Be. You know how many people put Michigan, Michigan State to win? Yeah, Michigan State to Absolutely. win the whole thing. There is no, there is no way that someone still has a. Uh, so some of your upsets here, uh, you know, yeah, again, you had um, Hawaii coming in upsetting Cal. You have now, you guys, excuse me, because I'm. I'm trying to work this stupid uh, we have a call. computer here. We have a call? Yeah, it's O-Dog. It's O-Dog. O-Dog. All right. Bring him on. Odizzle, what's up, my brother? What's up, bud? Knock a O-Dog in the house. What's happening, my brother? Talk to me. We're discussing, what's up, man? We are so just, we're discussing we got some difficulties on our show. So, you know, I said I was going to call in a little later. I'm happy to call in a little bit early, if that's all right, man. Well, cool. Hope to have you stick around for a while. Hey, we're discussing March Madness, uh, and we, we dipped a little bit into the fundamentals as far as, you know, my statement, make your free throws. I was watching. I was watching on Ustream. That's how much of a dedicated supporter I am. Yeah. Before I called you, I was watching on Ustream. I heard you guys talk about the free throws, and I heard you guys start, start to talk about uh, the University of Northern Iowa breakdown. And I got to tell you, Knocker, Today, I heard one of the best interviews, and it's all about perspective. That, there was a guy, Paul um, Jacobson, I think is his name is. He's a forward for University of Northern Iowa. Okay. And he got on on the Rosillo uh, and Canel show on ESPN Radio, and they asked him about it. They said, you know, how did what happened? He said, you know, we didn't do this right. And I heard you before I, I, I cut off the use stream, I heard you say, you never throw the ball into the corner. Right. Obviously, in a press. Right. That was the worst 40 seconds of his life. But long story short, they, said, they asked him, they said, uh, which will you remember, the, the, the game winning shot in the game before or the 40 seconds? And this kid really put life in perspective. He said, listen, we had a six to eight week journey to get there. It was a lot of fun. He's like, so I'm going to look at the six to eight week journey. I'll remember the, the game winning shot more than I'll remember a bad 40 seconds of life. And it, and it was about perspective. And he said, look, I, I, I can't explain it. It was just a meltdown. He's like, but I'm going to remember what we accomplished. And this kid actually said he went to class Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He did? Wow. That's pretty he impressive. Said, he said, I didn't, I didn't want to hide. I didn't want to be a coward. He said, I wanted to get out there and wow. face it head on. And I just wanted to deal with it. But the sooner I deal with it, the sooner it's over. He said, you know, he got a lot of words to support. And I think that's what you got to take away from it because – this guy, I mean, that team, it, it was a heartbreaking loss. You know, you hate to see that happen to a team, and I've never seen it happen like that, but it's just heartbreaking. But he handled it really well. And for him to even come on the radio, on a national radio program, and face it and talk about it just speaks to his character. Well, kudos, kudos to him, but I think that has a lot to do with him playing at Northern Iowa instead of Duke. Absolutely. Now, had Duke collapsed in the last 11 seconds, I can guarantee you that that player – would have been on a bender for about four days, and you wouldn't have heard <laughs> hide or a hair from this guy. That you know that the the team that blew the lead in the in the seconds. But this is what March Madness is all about. I love the upsets. Absolutely. The first the first four days of this tournament are are just the best thing on earth. Now, um, the young man from Baylor, he definitely <laughs> went to the Greg Popovich School of Interviews, <laughs> yeah. did he not? Oh my our, God! Our how awesome was that? Yeah, that so was great. to have the presence of mind. Um, they they talked to this player um, for uh, Courtney and, and Rich who 
probably don't know what the hell we're talking about right now. But there was a game, Baylor, Baylor, and and um and Yale. Uh, Yale. Okay. Against Yale, yeah. Yale's a bunch of small little white guys, and that's just telling Sounds it like, like it Yale. is, yeah. right? <laughs> Ivy Leaguers, bunch of little, bunch of little short haired white guys, right? But to my point that I pointed out earlier, they're playing basketball and they're being taught fundamentals, free throws, positioning, team defense, right? Uh, boxing out, which is my point. Baylor is a simple bunch thing, fundamental, tall athletes, okay? But they're not or they refuse to do the fundamentals. So they asked this guy, oh, they asked him, how does a team like Yale out-rebound you, right? And you're looking for this this thing, well, you know, we just, the ball just didn't bounce for us, blah, blah. He goes, well, right. ball goes up, hits the rim or the backboard, goes in the air, you grab it with two hands, and you come down on the floor with two feet. They did that more times than we did. (laughs) They understand physics a little better at Yale. (laughs) You know, right? That's a great answer. They understand (laughs) physics at Yale. That was awesome. But what a what a just you know, dude, you're just trying to 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 egg me on, and I'm not falling for it. I just love how he he did. He said in a way that that didn't spark an argument or anything. He just straight up said, "Hey, you asked a question." (laughs) Straight face, never tried to smile. He 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 said it. He dedicated it like he was dead serious, (laughs) explaining the fundamentals. How to get a rebound, and he nailed it, and and, that, and shut that guy down. He probably the report. I wish we could have seen his face because yeah. he probably was like, uh, duh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he would have been like, I just asked the stupidest question. Uh, hey, so what's, right. your, what's your take? Second round. Now, here? now, knocker. Now, knocker. Let me ask you this. The other thing that's in that question is like what you said. First of all, McKay Mason was a baller. That kid could have played anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that, in that game against Baylor, I mean, I saw him. I told my lady. I said, honey. This kid has fire in his eyes. He's not going to lose this game. Baylor's going to lose. I said, look at this kid. He's call- he called off a pick one time, crossed over a Baylor player, and took him to the hoop. And I said, that kid is going to win. That's a winner. I said, he has no fear in his heart. He doesn't care who he's playing. He's out to win. And in that question, though, I felt like they're saying a couple things. They're saying, how do you let a, a team of white guys from Yale out-rebound out- you? And they're also saying, how do you let the math club beat the basketball, the athletic basketball guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so there's really more. And, and, and I thought that was really unfair to the Baylor player, but he handled it exceptionally well. Absolutely. I just, you know, Popovich and, and Tortorelli in, in the NHL, I just love when they ask, well, you know, hey, coach, uh, how, you know, what do you have to do to win this game? Well, I think if we score one more point than they do, we'll win the game. Yeah, I just love answers. Facts. answers. I, I've heard that. i, I got to check that theory out. I've heard that. If you score one more than the other team, you usually win. That's our plan, <laughs> is to score one more point. very factual. You know, I talked to Tom right? Brady today, and he uh, he said he really wants to win this game today. Uh, yeah. And you know what's the like, greatest what question? Of all the stupid questions, of all the stupid questions reporters asked, do you expect to win today? Yeah, that is the right. Do you oh, think you have that's a chance? Exactly my point. I just said. Yeah. Well, no, you know we're well, gonna yeah, show you know, up I, expecting to get yeah. our ass kicked. You, you know, now we're just gonna go through the motions, right? We're not, we're not out here to win. We're just gonna go through the motions and just you know, see what happens. I just love that question. <laughs> like, I love you, that what question. What are your keys to victory? Well, you know, I think if we score more points, I think we, we'll, you know, I think we'll be all right. Keys to victory. Okay. So, hey, uh, you're an East Coaster, ACC, bunch, yes. bunch of teams going on. So go ahead, pound your chest, whatever you got to do with that. Um, my Pac-12. My Pac-12. Pac-12 got hurt what real bad. The hell what happened? happened to my Pac-12? What happened? Arizona, shots. out. Cal, out. SC, 
out. Utah wins one game and then just gets their Mormon ass Not handed to them by the Gonzaga Zags. What the what the hell happened there? I, mean, I got to tell you, Knocker. I got to tell you, Knocker. First of all, I called the game against Arizona. I, I picked the upset against Arizona. I don't know why. Uh, Sean Miller is a good coach, but he's not a good tournament coach. He doesn't seem to make enough adjustments. But did you see him sweat the hell out of that shirt? Well, I thought it was a shiny material. And I said, oh, my God, he's sweating through the whole shirt. Odog, uh, Odog, I got a question from you, and this comes from Guru, who is out sick today. Uh, he, wants yes. to know, he wants to know your thoughts on LeBron unfollowing the Cavs' Instagram and Twitter accounts. Do you, uh, do you think he's on his way out of Cleve, or is he playing my hey, games? Josh, or what are you, you listening to the show? We're talking March Madness, and you're asking an NBA question. Dude, <laughs> Really? It's your own damn show. I had one job, and it was to check Twitter, so don't right? get on my ass. I'm one, one of those pussies. Show. I'm one of those pussies. We'll get to the NBA later. You're not answering that question right I'm now. I'm going to let Knocker drive. I'm just a passenger. I'm going <laughs> to let Knocker drive. No, he's got a question. Go ahead and answer it. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Odog. Do you All right. repeat that? Or you, you still Listen, I, I'll say this. I, I think that it's like they say, what is that? I don't know whether it's Shakespeare or Plato or Aristotle. It's much ado about nothing. Socrates. What are those I mean, guys? I don't think Go ahead, man. I don't know who said that, but who cares who LeBron follows? Because I know I sure as hell don't. Now, the fans of Cleveland, for the fans of Cleveland who are overly sensitive and overly, you know, probably, it's, it's like, you know, I, I heard a great analogy. It said, you know, if you're a guy and you've been with a girl for a long time, you will go through some tough times, you get back together, and she's expecting you to marry her, you can't go around saying, well, you know, I think I'm going to buy a boat this summer. But she's waiting for the ring. The Cavs fans are waiting for the ring. Okay? So they don't want to hear nothing about, wait, 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 you unfollow me? What do you unfollow me for? Send them into a, a frazzled state. You know, if you start saying, well, nah, I think I'm going to take a nice vacation this summer. No, she wants to know, what the, when is the date? When are we going to start playing? So I feel like the Cavs are like that woman that's been with a guy for a long time. Going through some tough times, and they're looking for the ring. I feel you. I feel you. I don't maybe, understand why professional athletes. Maybe he's just got too many notifications. You know, he just couldn't handle all the notifications. I don't understand the whole Twitter thing with the Cavaliers. Anyway, no other team seems to be involved this deeply in in what it is. But real quickly, um, what is your final four? You know, my final four was Kansas, UNC. I obviously had Michigan State. I had Michigan State in one bracket, winning it all. But I do have another bracket with Oregon. I took a flyer at Oregon. Uh -huh. Give me your final. Okay, so. Okay, so Oregon and. So I got. I, my final four is Oregon, Kansas, UNC, and Michigan State, which is obviously okay, out. So you got two teams still left. I got. Yes. I, I'm doing okay. Well, I got two. Well, yeah, I got two. I'm doing okay. And I got so one with North Carolina. I got, I got Oregon, Oklahoma, Virginia, and I had Utah. I did not see Utah getting hammered like that in the second round. That was, that was the most shocking second round score um, other than the Stephen F. Austin game. Um, I think in the tournament. Um, so my Utah team is out. So let me see if I can pull up here our leaderboard because I'm not real good on this. So you guys stay with me. Um, our leaderboard. <laughs> hey, shit, it came up. I'm just a sweet transvestite. That's a drop. <laughs> it just came up. That's a drop. Locker, right is Josh Watson watching this debacle or is he homesick? <laughs> That's, he's homesick. He's homesick. He's he's had All right. he got some kind of flu. But well, I that, wish him good health. That was windy on Friday night. Shit! It came up. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> that was definitely not caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy! 
have Greg, 263-831, in first place with a tie with Mamodio, 8 Mamodio 13. It sounds like a kale pectate or just some kind of diarrhea medicine, right? <laughs> Mamodio 18. If you've got the Hershey squirts. That's what Josh needs right, right? now. If you, yeah, yeah, Josh, you need some Mamodio 13. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Marmon. Dwarman. The Green Man. Chuck. All tied for first place. Oh, we got a bunch of guys down in seventh place. So, um, anyway, thank you for joining the tournament. Uh, I look forward to this weekend again. There's going to be definitely some upsets, um, Cinderella stories, but that's what March Madness is all about. Um, we're going to take a break here. We're going to get shot of the week. Oh, hey, no, we've got Mexican word of the day right now. You want to do that right now? Well, we usually do that, we usually do that before the, the shot of the week, right? We, yeah, we can do it whenever you want. Well, let's do it right now before I drink any more, because if I drink any more... I'm going to go for five, so, hey, you know. Boss. Today, I'm going to teach you some Spanglish. It's Mexican word of the day. All right, Knocker, are you ready? I can't stand the pressure, dude. This can't is stand really, the pressure? I've been thinking about this all day. What's he coming <laughs> right. up with? What's he coming up with? All right, today, your first word is Budweiser. Uh, you know what? My friend Chewy is pretty smart, but his friend Vato, he's Budweiser, man. He's Budweiser. <laughs> no, man. It's, hey, that chick is so fine. She's got a fine body, but why is her face so ugly? <laughs> hey, yours is better. Mine sucks. All right. Sorry. Next one is Cheesehead. Uh, you know what? I like how he says, but, you know... Never mind. I'm going to go a different one. I'm going to go a different one. All right, you got five seconds. I'm going to go back to it. Hey, you know what? In high school, I was smart, but she's the head of the class, eh? All right, all right. I asked my wife if the Lions will beat the Packers, and my highness, she said no. (laughs) She said no. She said no. All right. Ready for your next one? I'm doing crappy. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Your next word is Nutella. You know, like the spread Nutella. Nutella. Hey, man, I went out last night, but I'm not telling you nothing. Hey, I'm married. Hey, my highness, she no listen, so I'm not telling her nothing. Well, I'm not telling her nothing, eh? All right. What is this, four? Yeah, this is four. Okay, your next word is seizure. <laughs> hey, do you know what? When she bends over, I could seize her underwear, eh? <laughs> All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'll give you that one. What was yours? My, mine is, hey, mija, you're not going out like that. I can see your ass hanging out your, <laughs> your skirt. All right. <laughs> your next word is sofa king. You got this. Yeah, just put retarded at the end. <laughs> Say I'm at the beginning and you got it. Yeah. Sofa king. Sofa king. Start with I'm. You know what? That fart smells so bad. I'm so fucking in here. <laughs> hey, my homie decided to steal some wheels from a cop, so I said to him, what are you, so fucking stupid? <laughs> there you go. There you go. There is your Mexican <laughs> word of the day. Only here, folks. Only on Sportscast. Hopefully we can do better. Hey, Odell, you stay around on the other side? Yes, sir. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes, after, a couple minutes after right, the Let break. me give you a call back after the break. I'll call you right back after the break. Okay, anytime, man. Just call in. You no. know, we're ready for you. Hey, my Thank song you, is an oldie but a goodie, man, from the band Night Ranger. I like my band Night Ranger. This is when MTV played actual videos, when it was just all about the music, all about the videos. MTV played music? 
<laughs> yeah, back in the day, Danny, oh, wow. before you were born. We weren't alive there for that. There was a time, right? This first pretty cool song. It's called Don't Tell Me You Love Me by Night Ranger. Enjoy. It ain't the way that you move me. Oh, 
boys in the house. We got my, my boy Daniel sitting across from me. Renee, still on the ones and twos. Still here. Right, he's still here. I got my friend Perfect Neighbor Rich, my ex-neighbor, and my buddy Courtney Thompson from the Bad Mothership, who we are going to play a song that me and him collaborated on uh, when we go to the next break. Oh, my goodness. Um, kind of a personal thing with me. I reached out to him. I'm kind of a soft heart. I, I do. I'm just going to expose myself a little bit here. Soft is uh, definitely the correct here. adjective. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a sweet transvestite. <laughs> Bring it on. Go on. Bring it on. <laughs> That's a soft knocker. Yeah, all the Johnson jokes you can come out with. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is a family show? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> that went out the window a long time. Yeah, the first three episodes they tried. Right? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> but um, I, will, I, I won't. I wrote my song. Uh, I, Jesus, criminy. I wrote my wife a little song. Um, that was uh, our story. And uh, I reached out to Courtney and asked him to put, uh, you know, put some music behind it and do the vocals and, and what have you. And uh, um, I like it, so we're going to play it for you. My wife uh, made a request that we play it tonight in honor of Courtney being here. I'm wearing my shirt, Mothership, in honor of Courtney being here. And I really appreciate what he did for me. And uh, we're going to play that for you uh, as we go out to the last break. So screw you, Josh. I'm playing whatever the hell I want because you're not here. <laughs> How you like Dogs that? I'm one of those pussies. <laughs> Why thanks, Rich. Well he kinda like hummed he hummed a melody line to me through a phone. And then I uh I I tried to use that the best that I could. Okay. Is it is Rich's mic on? Yeah, it's on. Okay. He just needs to talk closer into it. Oh, get closer to the mic. He's wow. having some technical yeah, issues. Hey, there you are. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, it is time for Shot of the Week brought to you. Fireman's Brew, the Menage a Trois beer. That's uh, what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> Fireman's Brew. <laughs> just tear this off. This label won't come up. <laughs> tear the label up. I think before we get to Shot of the Week, I think we have Sick Boy on the phone. Oh, okay. You're on sports. What's up, cast? bitches? What's, What's up? up? What's up, my little oh. sick, sickling boy? <laughs> Oh, dude, it's com- it's coming out from all angles. It's, it's been pushes. fantastic time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, th- I appreciate all the sentiment on the show. Oh yeah, we feel we feel really bad for you. We're reaching out with a whole lot of sympathy. So, uh, you're sitting on the porcelain god and holding the trash bucket at the same time. Uh, pretty much, but I, I was calling in basically because you know I think I really had a shit of the week actually, like oh, a true right? shit of the week. <laughs> Go for yeah, it. it was pretty much like that. It's kind of disturbing, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, disturbing. Okay. I was in I was in bed yesterday, and, and you know I've been on liquids probably for the past two days, and you know when you're having liquids, usually that's the only thing that comes out of you, right? <laughs> what goes in comes out. What goes in comes out. That's right. So I'm sitting on the bed. I went on a Game of Thrones binge, you know, yesterday, and I had a I had a fart coming in, and I was like, okay, it's just uh, a regular fart, and I'm uh, laying there, and you know. I was like, oh, wait a second. That was more than a fart. And I laid in bed, and it literally, I crapped myself. I felt like I was 70. I I can't believe I'm really saying this on the radio, but I like to say I'm an honest man on this show. And so, yes, everyone, I did crap myself yesterday. Wow, wow. Well, at, least, at least you did it at home while you were sick. That's a cardinal rule, man. My football coach, Maloney, always said, you know what? I'm going to tell you one thing. 
Never trust a fart. Right? That was this golden yeah. rule, dude. Never trust that was, a fart. It, you're right. I, I, I totally trusted my fart, hard and it did not go as planned. <laughs> I like that one. Never waste a hard on. <laughs> Never pass on a bathroom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> An old exactly. man it's up there with told one me of those, those three things. things right? Don't yeah, trust the fart. So, hey, I, I tell you this all the time, and you always look like, like, like at me like I'm you know crazy or stupid or something, Josh, but <clears> from the movie Bucket List, Jack Nicholson's. The biggest decision I make every day is, is it a fart or is it not? <laughs> right? I, 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 and is it, I'm, I'm kind of getting depressed because am I'm 32 and I'm already at that point already. No, see, you'll get over it. The problem is Rich and myself, we live that every effing day and we're healthy. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, how do I get bro? my wife turned on now when all she's going to think about is me crapping my underwear now? When you get our age, your uh, sphincter gets a lot look. smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live. Quote of the day. That's got to go on a t-shirt. The older they get, yeah. the smarter your sphincter gets. The guru, guru. <laughs> well, I was going to say something stupid like, we'll just remind her of menstruation. But we'll move on. Yeah. Yeah. You got a shot, guru? What's your uh, I I got a shot for that. I forget his name, but that Wisconsin dude that hit all those threes and that last one at the end of the game to beat Xavier and watching Bill Murray's face was absolutely fantastic. Dude, I lo- keep posting I, that, that kid from Wisconsin was just clutch. Nice. Okay. So we got a uh, knocker. I got to give you credit, man. Third what? show, lot smoother, buddy. Why? Thank you. Thank you. I'm learning this. So you guys are doing great, though. I'm going to get back to crapping myself and uh, taking, <laughs> taking pills. So. Hey, there's Depends. That's why they make Depends. depends. If there wasn't a market, there wouldn't be a product, right? Am yeah, I right? Tony Saragusa got, got, got a deal with him. I'm going to give him a call. Hey, right. Yeah, Tony Saragusa, right? I think what? you have a sponsor in the works. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Depends in Viagra, the official sponsors of Sportscast. All right. <laughs> Well, let's get on with this. Renee, give me All a right. shot of the week. All right, Josh, I hope you feel better, brother. Later, fellas. See, see you, Josh. Josh. Love you, man. for you, Josh. My shot of the week, um, I mentioned earlier about going to see David Gilmore on Friday at the Hollywood Bowl. My second shot of the week goes out to, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but it's a big news story. Adam LaRoche uh, of the Chicago White Sox right. decided to retire um, and pick family over, you know, his contract and right. playing baseball. So I, I don't know how you feel about that, but I commend the guy for doing that, sticking to his guns and sticking up for what he believes in. I mean, if, it, if his family means that much to him, if he wants to have his son there and he's not allowed to do that, that's his, that's his right. That's his decision. So he gets my shot of the week. Cool. Well, I, I, we'll just let it go. We'll talk about that. We'll talk we'll about talk that. About if baseball. we get to baseball, we'll if talk we about baseball, that, right? Yeah. Because baseball is still in spring training. So yeah, but we're going to try and get to baseball. Yeah. We do have to do hockey and we will do NASCAR. So hang in there, people. Daniel? Um, my shot of the week goes to uh, John Irvine, who uh, owns IU Rage, the team I played for in uh, uh, Vegas, and I will be playing for for the rest of the year. Uh, he showed us a good time, really good guy. Uh, this is your paintball team. Yeah. Love oh, I thought it was T-ball. Uh, right? Exactly. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Love, what team? Uh, love playing with him. Really showed us. <laughs> it's my shot! It's my T-ball coach. <laughs> Can I get my shot? No, but uh, shout out to him. He took care of us. Uh, it was a fun weekend, nice. uh, memorable weekend, and uh, just uh, want to give a shout out. So that's my shot. Cool. Rich, do you have anybody you want to give a shot to? I say give it to Josh, who's pissing out both ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. Courtney? Yeah, I'm going to give uh, my shot of the week to the sports arena in Los Angeles is unfortunately closing officially, mm. permanently. 
A lot of great memories there. Saw yes. there. That was, and I saw Bruce Springsteen last night. Did you the, really? I you was went? there. I was there. At a boy on Saturday. At a yeah. boy. Final night. Bruce sent it out in style. So to Bruce and the sports arena. Uh, just another LA landmark. We're gonna miss it. Yeah, what, an, icon- a lot. what an iconic venue, man! So many great things happened at that, starting with the great. 32 Olympics and, and yeah, the Olympics. And, you know, the J- Lakers Kennedy, started there. Kennedy gave us acceptance speech there. Right, for the Democratic Joe, nomination. Uh, yes, absolutely. The bands, the sports. So teams. many bands. Uh, the Clippers and, and I think the Kings even played there. We've had USC played all their games. There's so many things, concerts, what have you. An iconic arena. Um, I saw. The only WWE event <laughs> I ever went to was a, ro- a Royal Rumble at yeah. the sports arena. It's man. just another another historic it Los Angeles yes. landmark, man. Yeah. We have glory. to say goodbye to to make way for a soccer field that we desperately need in the United States. We need one more soccer field we just in need LA. Another right? soccer field. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my shot of the week goes to me. Oh, <laughs> perfect. I have a totally screwed up this thing. No, seriously though. Um, Jamal Wilkes, ex UCLA. Uh, I think he's one of the only players to have his number retired at two high schools, at UCLA, at the, the uh, uh, LA Lakers, and why the Golden State Warriors have not retired his jersey. He was on the team that won the championship um, uh, 50 years prior to the Warriors winning last year. Um, great basketball player that called him Silk, uh, Keith Wilkes. Um, my shit of the week. Cancer. Yeah, fuck it. Cancer is good, too. Still taking too many people. Yep. Um, you know, uh, and, and a, you know, a tip of the glass to um, that football player that just died way too young uh, from the Ravens. So um, that is our shot and shit of the week. Play Can we mention Belgium as well? Just, you know, hearts and prayers to that attack yeah. earlier Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Daniel, did any uh, shots of the week come in on Twitter? I mean, before we... Um. Well, I think... Proto passed out, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Proto passed out. Yeah. No, we're good. We're all set on Twitter. Let's play the. Uh, right. Well, hey, Toker, your final four still intact. All right, hey. let's go. Shot, Holy fuck, now I know why I don't do that. <laughs> you guys are pussies. Can we please get that? Please, Renee. Yeah, I will. Oh, oh my God, that is great. I got some oh. homework to do. <laughs> wow, now I know why I don't do that. Very good. Very good. Um, we are going to break into a little NHL news. Um, we have the Kings playing the uh, Minnesota Wild right now. It is uh, Minnesota Losing. 2, the Kings 1. We'll be all uh, right. I think the Kings are on a little bit of a um, that letdown after clinching a playoff spot. Uh, prior to that, they were on fire. Uh, they took the Rangers down in overtime last week. Um, one of the hottest teams in the NHL. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning have finally tied the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers, the surprise team in the NHL, bar none, playing good hockey. Luongo down there doing his thing. Um, the playoffs are pretty much set. What I do like is um, the NHL went to – only the top three teams in each division make the playoffs, and the other two wild cards can be from the same division depending on points. It just goes by points, so you don't get in there for finishing fourth in your division Wait. anymore. Um, we got a I phone call? It, I think it's Josh again. Speaking of clenching and fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
Josh, are you clinching? Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was, okay. Um, yeah, sorry. I had to get that out. Uh, Renee. Yes. You're saying you support LaRoche. Well, you know what? I support the dude, decision the dude, that he made. The dude is a 200 career hitter. Turned down 13 million. Tell your goddamn son to get some friends. You know what? With all the years that he's been playing, yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. He should be playing with other little kids. But you know what? That's, that's ultimately is his decision, dude. I mean, you know what? I choose family. Okay, you know. okay, I, Renee. I when I put that 13 million dollar check in front of you, you're gonna kick your son's ass right out of that goddamn car. Get out of your kid. Cool. <laughs> well, Renee. Uh, okay, now that we're on the subject. <laughs> yeah, that's, we're on the subject. All right, we'll go. We'll it. go back to the NHL in just a second. Calm down, Doctor Rob. Calm down. I, I'll be right back. I just had to get. No, go back to hockey. I just I, had to seriously, Renee are you listening to the show? <laughs> are you listening? Good idiot. This is like a four minute delay. I think. Hey, whose show is this, Josh? I guess it's – oh, wow. Is that Good Neighbor Rich? That's Good Neighbor Rich. That's right. He's in the house. Well, you're no longer good. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, guys. Renee, LaRoche is a dumbass. Take the $13 million. <laughs> I'm sure he has enough. I'm sure he already has right? more than $13 million, you know? I, agree. I don't think that $13 million is actually going to affect him in any way, shape, or form. He's been playing over for so. 10 years. So. But, I mean, you know, it's a double-edged sword. We'll get back to hockey. It is a double-edged sword because, yeah. you know, if at my work, if somebody brought their kid in every single day to our crew meeting and whatever, he's just hanging around every day. I mean, the you know, baseball team is twenty, what, 27 players, 26, yep. 28 players. Mm-hmm. Once or twice a week, cool. Every day? Right. I, I, we, it's a place of business. It, you know, we can't talk. We can't say things. We can't act the way we want to act because he's around, right? And, you know, it's, it's got to be a, a give and take, and yep. it's policed by each individual team. And, yeah, if he didn't like the way that the team said, hey, man, just, we're not telling you not to bring him, right. just just cut it back. Yeah. But in your, but, but I, what you're trying to say is I've made enough money. If, if you don't want this, I'm, I'm just going to go spend it with my kids and my family because they're more important, and, that, and that's cool too. Yeah. Ultimately, you know? he's giving them the finger, so it's less like – Yeah, but you can't blame the team either. That's true. I, I, I mean, you know – So it, who do you blame? Do you blame I, LaRoche for putting himself in this predicament, in this situation? I, I I blame him a little for to me to me it's kind of like being spoiled. Well, if I can't do it my way, I'm not going to do it and fuck all the rest of my teammates. To me, that's a little, you know, jerkish, a little selfish. You know, he's not willing to compromise. You know, yeah, okay, yeah. you know, three days a week on a homestand where we play nine games, you can come in four four ta- four times. You know, not yeah. every single day. Right. Because I know I know when my boss sometimes brings his his son into work. Right. He's 11 years old, right? I have to watch what I say. I, I, I have to be careful. You have to be on your best behavior. Right. I have to be on my best behavior and watch what I'm doing. And, and that's – and we all know baseball players are insane. Right. They, they are. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but baseball players are absolutely flipping insane. Yep. And it's constricting to your personality and the way you want to act. So, you know, I think there's merit on both sides of this. You know, so, yeah. you know, I'm not with Josh that he's just a jerk and, you know, the money's not everything. I, I've learned one thing in life. Money isn't everything. Rich people no, commit suicide. Rich yeah. people are miserable. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Smith is an absolute freaking head case. Right. I'm going to cut my Johnson off at the age of 18. I'm wearing girls' clothes. I mean, just like, really, bro? Really? You're not screwed up? You're as rich as anybody on earth, and you, you're going to tell me you're not screwed up? You know, so, hey, uh, you know, if he wants his family, go, you know, go. Josh, he doesn't need the money, Josh. He's got yeah. enough money. How much do you really need? Yep. Cam! Our intern Cameron just walked in the door. 
Um, just grab a chair from the outside, take it over my head. And, I'll, you know. I'll grab one after I give the rundown on the playoffs here on the NHL, okay? I got this. Go ahead, Send Daniel. If here. you think you can... Oh, this is going to be Daniel's uh, version shot at a segment here. Tell us all about hockey, Daniel. All What's right. going on? All right, here are the clinching scenarios for today. These are things that need to go on for teams to uh, clinch a playoff spot, all right? the Washington- You hear that, Josh? Clinch. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, we don't want any teams squirting in, right? Yeah. They got to earn their we way don't want yeah. it, We don't want them flowing it's in. It's coming out of his eyes, right? coming out of his ears, <laughs> wherever else. <laughs> yeah. The Washington Capitals will clinch uh, the Metropolitan uh, Division title and the number one seed in the Eastern Conference if they, de- if they defeat the Ottawa Senators in any fashion, so it doesn't matter. Um, the Dallas Stars, which... They're scary right now. They're playing some really good hockey. They will clinch a Stanley Cup playoff berth if they defeat the Chicago Blackhawks in any fashion or if they get one point against the Blackhawks, so uh, going into overtime. Uh, and the Minnesota Wild uh, lost to the Los Angeles Kings in any fashion or if the Wild lose to the Kings regulation. So that Kings game that's going on right now is huge for the Dallas Stars. Uh, the Dallas Stars are rooting for the Kings that are playing right now. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks will clinch a playoff berth if they get at least one point against the Montreal Canadiens or if the Arizona Coyotes uh, lose to the uh, Edmont- uh, Edmonton Oilers in any fashion. My girlfriend's dad's going to kill me for butchering that. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you were kinda, doing kinda, so good. I was doing so good. Uh, Calm down. I know. Calm uh, down. The, uh, the San Jose Sharks. Uh, We're not on time limit. They are, we want to go to midnight. Real, we can go to midnight. They're real close to uh, catching the Ducks, but they can uh, clinch a playoff berth if they defeat the St. Louis Blues in any fashion or if they get one point against the Blues. And the Coyotes lose to the Oilers in any fashion. Uh, let's see. What else we got going on here? Uh, key games today are Dallas at Chicago. Uh, so the Stars are, are trying to defend off uh, Chicago. Like I said, they need to um, – they're huge on this game that's playing right now. That we have Well, man, it looks like um, – not to interrupt them, but no, it looks good. like the Predators, they beat the Kings' ass the other night. Yeah, Which is did. the first game after clinching the um, – yeah. there's that word what, again. Which is, which is expected, you know. Right, it was a letdown for the Kings. Yeah. But they're only four points behind Chicago. Yeah. They still got a shot. They still got a shot, yeah. To catch Chicago for um, third place. Uh, in that division, um, and not just the wild card, and you know they don't want. And they've, you know they've been fifty fifty because they they're four four and two in the last ten games. So it's not like they it's not like the Blackhawks have it locked down. Right. Well, it's obvious um, <clears throat> that the two um, wild card teams are going to come from the Central Division. Uh, yes. You have Nashville with eighty seven, Colorado with eighty, and Minnesota with seventy nine. But uh, you know you go to the Pacific Division, the top team uh arizona has only 69 points so there's no way they're going to catch any of those teams so they're just talking for position at the bottom of that conference um what i'm loving happening is uh <clears throat> over in the east with uh pittsburgh the islanders philadelphia mo- mostly the Islanders in philadelphia um only separated by two points uh and detroit uh right in the mix for that wild card 83 points as well the flyers have 83 points and the islanders have 85 so that's a big shootout right there. And, so some big games. And the Avalanche are clinching, if we're going to continue to use this word, literally <laughs> clinching um, because they are they're, they're dependent because they're – I can just – you know what? I'm sorry. He's my son, and, and I have a physical – I have a you know one of those psychic connections with him. Every time I'm hearing that word, is clenching and depend in in the same sentence. I can just see the whole Avalanche team in the locker room, just like Avalanche, Avalanche. Come on, Kings! Uh, So the Avalanche, the Avalanche. You know what happens when the snow melts, right? 
It comes down really fast in a watery slush. It's really muddy, too. <laughs> Sorry, fans. It's just a cesspool. Back to my point. It's a cesspool. It's just a goddamn cesspool of shit. So, All right. Sportscast has so no, hit uh, a new low. The, uh, the avalanche. Or a new high, depending on the listener. That's true. I blame it's that true. on the shot. <laughs> I kind of want to take another one. <laughs> Go for it, man. Nobody's stopping you, brother. Um, you, you good? Yeah, y'all go clinched out. I was still talking hockey. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I got loosened one more up. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the Avalanche, I'm not going to use the goddamn word. Enter Tuesday, which is today. Uh, right. They're one point ahead of the Wild for the Wild card. Oh, so this game so for this the Wild game is, is huge. Huge. Right. So they're watching this and open the Kings as well as us win because that sets them. That gives them. What's kind of interesting about this is you have uh, uh, two absolutely different philosophies. Yeah, Colorado with Patrick Wall. Colorado is fast. They're young. They're fast. Uh, um, they're not real physical, and it's offense first, defense second. Total opposite of the Wild. The Wild play defense first. They just they just frustrate you, frustrate you, frustrate you. You know, kind of like Iceman in in. Uh, come on, Iceman. Oh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Kind of like Iceman in Top Gun. He he. You know. He bores you, he bores you, he bores yeah. you until you make a mistake. That's pretty much how the Wild play hockey. Yeah. Right? That I was mean, a fact. Goals. And, and that's, that's completely different than the Kings because the Kings are just dump the puck and, and hope to score, honestly. Right. <laughs> now, now, Drew Doughty is going to win the, the oh, defenseman trophy. 28 minutes a game? Yeah, are there's, you there's kidding just me? no doubt Studly, that he, man. he is the best defenseman in hockey right now. Um, how Montreal has fallen from their fast start. But uh, um, That's pretty much it for uh, playoffs. I think the so. biggest question of the year is going to be, is Washington going to choke again? Oh, my God. I, I'm I, sorry, I, Colonel. I know you're... They should, they should put uh, Ovechkin on freaking Suicide Watch if they don't get through this I, one. Right? Man. Seriously. Right? I, so, I mean, if Washington does not make it to the finals, this is just going to be just the worst collapse in their history, and their history is full of total and complete collapses now I know, at the end of the season. I know you're trying to move on, but just one last thing. Do you think the next... Five years, six years, it really is Blackhawks, Stars, and Kings every year. Those three teams winning it? No. Alternating? No. No. You don't I, think that talent-wise and youth-wise, you don't think those three teams are at the top? No, because, again, you go to youth, I'm going to go with Colorado and, and not Dallas. I think Chicago is going to fall off. Uh, the Kings have been very good as far as I getting the youth into like their lineup. Years. I think they got uh, like good Dallas is young, so I think they come on. But I like the young teams. Uh, in the East, I, I you know I like the Islanders. I think they've got a good thing going. I think the Flyers have finally let go of some of the old crap that they've had, and they're building they're building some good new teams uh, out there. Um, I think the Rangers are doing a really good job staying relevant and and putting new players and and trading away trading away their veterans at the right time. So I think the East is going to come back around, but I think the next couple of years, including this year, the the Western Conference is going to win the Stanley Cup. So there you go. That is hockey news. Um, we got a phone call. Oh, Doug! Oh my God! <laughs> I'm back! I'm back! I'm back! No worries! No worries! <laughs> well, my brother, we're just about to go on our last break. So, can you hold on for five yeah, minutes yeah. and and be on the other side? Because we're gonna do a little. Uh, Absolutely, mask. brother. Little... I'm with you till the end. I'll ride with you as long as you have. We're gonna do a little. That's what my wife says. We're gonna do a little. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a little NASCAR. Hey, listen, let me just say one last thing before the break. Okay. I always knew Josh was full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, it had to come out sometimes. Well, he isn't anymore. <laughs> he isn't anymore, yeah. <laughs> yeah, According to reports, there ain't inside. any more shit left in him. To Renee's, to Renee's point, Shabby <laughs> chimes in and he says, oh, Josh, you're just too young. It's just money. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, real quick, what do you think about the Adam LaRoche thing? Because that's what he was alluding to. What do you think about Adam LaRoche retiring uh, when the Chicago Cubs tell him that he can't bring his kid there every day anymore. Basically choosing his family. Hey, you know what? If, if that's his choice, I don't have a problem with it. He has a right to make a decision. The Chicago White Sox have a right to make a decision. So, yep. I mean, if they, I heard that there was some agreement, whether it was a handshake agreement or actually in the contract. Mm-hmm. If they have an agreement, then that's one thing. If they didn't have an agreement, then, hey, look, the rules are the rules, man. I don't think you should have your kid in there every day. Right. But if that was the agreement they had, then, you know, I heard he did a lot with the Nationals, and, you know, they were okay with it, but the White Sox aren't. So if he decides to retire, hey, he can afford it. Yeah, he can afford it. Him. No doubt. Uh, Proto does chime in. Before we go to the break, um, we were going to play my song to my wife that uh, I wrote the lyrics to, and uh, my boy Courtney here uh, put it to music, and I'm totally appreciative what is it called? of the work that he has done. Uh, we called it Our Love Song. Okay, That's what we called it, and this is an ode to my wife. This is our story of the day we met and to where we are today. So I'm, I'm a little sappy nice. with it and, and what have you. Uh, but if you can follow the words, uh, this is exactly um, what our life has been up to today. So, Courtney, I thank you very much for taking that upon yourself. Um, she's ecstatic about the song. She loves it. She plays it every single day in her car. And fans, uh, I hope you like it. So here My is pleasure. our love song, uh, lyrics by Bud Knocker and music and vocals by Mr. Courtney Thompson. Enjoy.
or even Madison back on uh, maybe next week or the week after. Uh, we're working on getting Casey Jacobson. He's already contacted uh, back to me. He says he wants to be on the show. He's a legend in the city of Glendora, played at Stanford, played in the NBA, so he'll give us a lowdown um, uh, on the uh, NCAA and NBA basketball, hopefully next week if they're, he's not doing the Suns game, which is what he's doing tonight. And we have our boy uh, at Corrado on Twitter. Corrado is a freaking legend. This guy is absolute the, the the most funny person on Twitter right now. Uh, you need to follow him. Uh, he does guest appearances on the Tony Bruno show, which uh, I believe is a show out of Philly. Um, so we're trying to get him on next week. Uh, we also have our golf tournament coming up on May 7th. Make sure that you register. Uh, there's limited space available, so uh, please register. Get your money in. We'll have prizes. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, Frank Kramer's going to be there. The Mark Long is going to be there. Uh, we have a really good time. Um, our sponsor, Fireman's Brew, is going to supply some free beer. Um, we'll have some plus twos and T-shirts there. My daughter, Josh's wife, my wife, you know, uh, Taryn. We're just going to have a good time over there. So yeah. join up. It's the best party of the year the golf tournament for the sports cast. It's our one fundraiser for the year. It keeps us on the air. It pays our bills. So hopefully you sign up and uh, you make an appearance there. Now, the most important oh. person there at that tournament is Dan Burlington. He will be on a cart with <laughs> two ice chests full of beer. So And the GoPro. If you are thirsty, please come and see me. Please come and see Dan Burlington. He'll be serving beer all over the course. I, m I remember I made a, a bad left turn on the golf course, and I think I hit a fucking gopher minefield, dude. And I had, well, was ice, I had ice and beer flying, <laughs> flying out of my car. It was... It was a good time. Oh, kind of like your dad spun the car out with Casey's mm, beer on you. Beer. That, that wasn't even that. That I was <laughs> I was driving back to get more beer, and I see Josh about to tee off. I fucking hid behind a tree because what that thing that happened to Jeff Pratt. It's the Pratt was, legend. Yeah, I literally I literally legend. hear someone yell four, 
and he hasn't even freaking teed off yet. So it, it's a good time. Everyone should come out and enjoy. So it's like yeah. a real uh, Cinderella story. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's a Cinderella story. He's a looper. Uh, he's got 240 yards to see. He takes out the nine Oh, he's got look at that one. Look at that one. It's a no. The great movie. I'm sorry, man. Caddyshack. Sorry <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. You know what? I'm not. We still vote up. Bring him on. Bring him on. Don't let him sit there. There he is. Are you there? What's going on, gentlemen? There he is. Okay. Oh, dog in the house. Oh, dog in the house. Uh, we are going to get into some of your favorite, favorite sporting events. We gonna get into. We gonna get into little NASCAR. Little NASCAR. Little NASCAR. Now, Renee, do you have me some backup music for NASCAR? Atta boy. Hey, I love NASCAR. I've, I've been a NASCAR fan for 25 years. I go back about. to the Kale Yarborough days, Oh, babe. look at him throwing some names out Kale Yarborough. There's NASCAR out there, man. Oh, that's right. We got some NASCAR. Right? We got, we, so you like the Buddy Baker. Oh, bring uh, all that down. You like, you like me. <laughs> you like me, little Rich Patterson. You like some Richie Patty? That's your number one car. Showtime, I, 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 I can see Rich's anger level rising. I go the straight, second. then I turn left. I turn left again. Then I go straight, turn left. Turn left. You know what? And when I get pissed off, I turn, turn left. left. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, you know where we were last week? Last week, we were in Fontucky. Uh, that's my whole town. That's my whole town. <laughs> Got me some inbreds in the town of Fontucky. In yeah, Fontucky, got some of that fried chicken. I married me three cousins down there last year. <laughs> <laughs> I lost Courtney. I did it. I lost He's Courtney. You tapped out. I am a god. I am a god. Well, you know what? You know what, O Dog? Yes, sir. I can't tell you I'm not just a little surprised that an African American living in New Jersey is a NASCAR fan. I'm just saying. Hey, listen, listen. I, I, honestly, honestly, I go back to the Kale Yarbrough days. I, I'm a car guy. I, I've always loved cars. I love racing. I've watched racing since I was a kid. I don't know what it was about it, but I think it was the little matchbox cars that I used to have. The, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the Kale Yarbrough car, because that was my favorite driver back in the day. I, I loved him. Yeah, I like that, Donnie Al. I love I love open wheel racing too. I, I I just love cars and I love speed, so all that stuff appealed to me as a kid. I, and I watched it for a better part of twenty five years. I love that. I love hearing that from you, my brother. All I, I really know do. is you've got New York values, if you know what I mean. <laughs> how can a how can a Yankee New, New appreciate New York values? We don't race in New York, New Jersey. Do we race in New Jersey? New York City. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm telling you. Well That's awesome. That's awesome. Down here in Fontucky, we had Jimmy Johnson <laughs> on the restart. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson went on a restart. Kyle Bush, we love talking about Bush on this show. That's our favorite subject. My we, favorite subject is Bush. We like Bush and it's Bush times two oh. on the NASCAR circuit. You don't got one Bush, you've got two. Which one do you choose? Depends which one's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, Courtney. Did they switch the M&M suit every week? Because that's one of the Bush's cars. Did they switch that M&M suit so a little change? I like some M&M's with some peanuts in it. <laughs> For the love of God, what happened at Fontucky? Oh, 
Well, Jimmy Johnson won, I believe, for the sixth time at Kentucky. At Montucky. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, it was his 77th win. Rich, right? That was his 77th win. Right? 77th win that pushes him into seventh place, pushes him ahead of Dale Earnhardt Sr., who died way too young. Um, yeah, you can cut the music now. Uh, but J.J., He's, he's just killing it this year. He's got a fast car this year. He looks really strong in all the races. Uh, wearing the Superman. I love the pit The pit crew wearing the Superman thing. Oh, what was Superman that all about? and Batman. Yeah, what was that all about? A new movie coming out. Well, I know that, but why were they wearing them? Because they're Money. sponsored by Superman movies. Oh, are they really? Yeah. And Junior I know, was, I, that's why I'm asking you. Why were they wearing oh, the damn capes and not anybody else? You know everything. I thought you knew. <laughs> uh, can we ask why Ben Affleck is Batman? That I don't know, but that's, that's a horrible, a, horrible choice. That's, right? a, that's a, I think that's an honest question. I, yeah. believe, I, I, I think it's a good question, and I, I wish they had a good answer for it because I, I do not see him playing that role well. Do you see yourself going to this movie? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. I ain't paying sixteen bucks to go see this damn movie. What do you think of the new Batmobile? There's a new Batmobile? Hell no. What do you think of that new Batmobile? There's a new Batmobile? There's I a new Batmobile. Is it there? Looked, it looked pretty new to me. It was pretty badass. Pretty you liked badass? it? For, for a stupid car. For a stupid I'm car. I'm talking about the movie. badass. It's a movie you're dead. We're not talking That's about. some in-depth analysis for you right there. It's pretty badass for a new car. It's pretty badass for a pace it's car. It's badass for a pace car. <laughs> we got to put that out in Gotham City. Don't NASCAR go to Gotham City one of these Shit. days? See, don't got to come to Gotham City. We're going to have the Riddler Mobile. We're going to have the Joker Mobile. And we're going to have the Batmobile. It's going to be a free-for-all. And Man, you, know what? you guys are pretty offensive. They might even... <laughs> They might even put in a right hand turn just to screw y'all up. What you think of that? I question Robin's sexuality. <laughs> oh boy! How many cars do you think were David? How, how many cars do you think were at Fontana that drivers were from California? Okay, I am going to give a guess. Um, well, one of them just retired because I know Chip Gordon was from California. No, I'm saying so, Sunday. How many drivers were from California? Uh, I'm going to guess out of out of 30, 43, 33 that start. No, they dropped down to 40. They dropped down. Oh, they dropped to 40. From 40 Is this 40. fact necessary? No, but I'm going to answer his question just to, you know. Yeah, to shut his hillbilly accent up. <laughs> I'm going to say 12. Eight. <laughs> okay. I was going to say six. I was going to say six. See? That's a good ballpark. See? O-Dog knows. O-Dog knows. Yeah, I would have guessed six. But but what about Dave's accent? Does that piss you off a little bit? I got a question. I got a question for you, Mr. Rich. Okay? Yes, sir. Big and rich. There was one one bush that pushed another bush into the wall. There's only two bushes I don't like. No, there's three because Danica's racing, so we're just going to throw her in there with triangle. We're going to make that triangle bush right there. <laughs> okay? So. <laughs> no, excuse me. It wasn't a bush. It was Casey Kane. My bad. My bad. I just want to talk about bush so much. I just talk about bush. Casey Kane put little Miss Danica into the wall. Now, he was a lap down at the time he did this. Women should not be driving. They should be making sandwiches barefoot <laughs> in the kitchen. Why right? was she out of the kitchen? Why is she driving a car? And right, she should be drawing water and churning butter. <laughs> making babies. <laughs> and that, that was blank. And when you hit a car in the right rear like that, right. to me, that's attempted murder. Because those cars go around the track. They're 
getting sucked up. To Which the direction are wall. they going around the track? And and when you laugh, always laugh. And when when you come down and hit someone in that right front, right rear quarter panel, you're either sending them head into the wall, or what's worse is driver's door into the wall. And to me, that's attempted murder. Well, it's, I saw, that's I saw in, in all seriousness. Isn't that uh, when we go to NASCAR to watch them crash? Yeah, but I'm there's just, yeah, just, just asking. There's a lot more. Right? There's got to be rules. And and Ricky Craven, I saw an interview with him, and and he was saying there's a rule. If you're a lap down, you do not interfere with a car. That is on, on the lead lap. Unless you're getting a lap dance. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I don't know if it's a written but, rule, but it should be But it he should said, you ask any driver, if you're a lap down, oh, they know. you don't mess around, especially like you said. Hey, Knocker. Yes, sir. Knocker, that's, that's what we talked about with Josh when we were explaining driver etiquette after right. the uh, the Daytona 500. Right. you got to know better, and you, you're supposed to clear the way because you're not really supposed to engage because you're a lap down. And if they're on the lead lap, you know better, and that, that's intentional, and everybody knows it. You don't, you, don't, you don't mess around with cars on the lead lap. Now, now you know, I'm, I'm with, my, with my boy Rich, Rich on this. If you're doing that on purpose and you're spinning that car with the, centri- the, the, the chief forces are pulling you to the wall and you spin it to where now the driver's side door is exposed to that wall on collision, that's... That's well, not what, an what, accident. Where does, where, does, accident. where does strategy and morality come into this, though? What? Where's the, where, well, see, then, where's then the line? That whole debate. Well, strategy what, and morality. You know, well, where's what, the, what where's saying, the blurred line on that? What I'm saying, Courtney, it's, it's, it's not a blurred line to most of the drivers. And my contention is um, this wouldn't have happened if it was Jimmy Johnson. This wouldn't have happened if it was Kevin Harvick. This wouldn't have happened if this was Joey Logano on that lap. The fact that it was Danica Patrick. So it's a gender issue. I, I believe that was part of the issue here. But oh, still, I, I don't know anything about that. I might know something gonna, about that. I'm going to say that. Only, You're saying that. Only because. Because he's a woman. It's a rule so they that... They pitted her because she's a woman. If you're a lap down... No, no, I don't think it was that. Well, I'm going to say there's unwritten rules well, in asking sport, the questions. Right? Just asking the question. If you're a lap down, you don't spin another car out, especially to the driver's side door, who's on the lead lap. You don't do it. You don't spin hey, Mark, car here for a second? It's too easy to spin a car out, wreck them, and win the race. Yeah, but why her? Why not somebody else? Can I jump in here for a second? Go ahead. Now, here's the thing, though. It's like baseball. If you hit me, if you, you know, if you hit my guy, guess what? So my pitcher's going to hit your guy. So, you know, Danica may have gotten knocked out this week, but I'm sure she's going to gain some events at some point in the season. I would imagine that she's not going to let it slide if she's anything like the rest of those drivers. You know what I mean? No, I understand that. I think she is. I think she has the balls to come back and put him in the wall, and I think that she's proven that before, that she's willing to, to, to repay you and get revenge on something done. But and like and my, earn respect. Right, but like my boy Rich and says. And so you got to do that. You almost have to do that, especially in her position, to, to, to maintain your level of respect. If you don't go out there and at some point put him into the wall, the people are going to say, it, it's, it's like, you know, the bully. They're going to think you can be bullied and you can be intimidated. And, you know, you got to go out. She's got to go out there and, and save face. Again, all that being said, if she does the same thing, and turns and turns the driver into the wall, driver's side exposed, and that guy gets hurt. What? What? I mean, you know, what? What's the comeback on that? Because that's what they did to her, and they they shouldn't have done that. You spin her into the infield, right? Or you get on her outside and you push her off the track towards the infield, or or what have you. Um, this is something that's that's really 
It is something to talk about. You know, it really is. I think I think you got to be very careful when you throw around a term like attempted murder because in sports, you know, the rules kind of change because you look at um, you know, when 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 uh, Odell Beckham launched himself at at Josh Norman. Okay, was that a football play? No. Was it attempted murder? Was it assault? Was it battery? I mean, we don't want to start getting into those kind of discussions because then you start saying, okay, where is the line drawn? And I don't know. It becomes a slippery slope. You know what I mean? How do you determine the guy's intent? Now, with Beckham Jr., it was, it was intentional. You could see that. And probably with, with, with Kyle Bush, it was intentional. But, you know, it gets a little hairy sometimes. And I think you got to be careful against starting throwing those terms uh, around well, attempted murder like that. I, I, that's when it comes to sport. I, I totally agree with you. Maybe the words are a little offensive, but when you said somebody in the right rear corner panel, there's no good coming out of it. Right, they're it spinning into the wall. You're no, I agree. Into the wall. I agree. You know it. I agree. And the and the, and the, the I agree with you. The, the the caveat here is, it's the front straightaway on a two mile track. This isn't Martinsville. This isn't a short track where everything can happen. Right. This is the front straightaway on a two-mile oval. 200 nothing, miles an hour. At 200 miles an hour where this thing shouldn't happen. And, and you know, it's just it's just really, I don't know, man. It's really iffy to me. It's really iffy. But thank God it's a recourse, though. What, what are you doing that case? Do you, do you suspend them for a race? Do you, Absolutely. Do you, 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 you find them? Absolutely. We should have found out today. Okay. They made a decision. They called Kane into the oh, trailer. Oh, did they really? I didn't know that, Rich. Did, oh, yeah. did they really? Oh, something's happening, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, well, these oh, NASCAR's yeah. on top of it. They're not How about just Saturday night, the race the, the night before when Kyle Busch cut that tire on the last lap? Didn't see it. Oh, that was amazing. What happened? Talk cuts, to me. Cuts a tire. He's leading. He's got, I don't know, four, five, six second lead. Uh-huh. And he cuts the tire down, blows it out, and he's still running. NASCAR didn't throw a caution, which he was still running, so I, I didn't see a need for a caution. But that's still debris on the track. Well, there wasn't. It all stayed on the car. All of it? The whole tire? En- enough not to not to call. I, I agree with NASCAR on this, and I, that's just my opinion, but... Uh, so what do you hey, what do you think not to change I'm not changing the subject but I'm going to a different little thing. What do you think about the the ground effects being changed? The drivers seem to love it because they get to drive the car a little more and there's a lot more skill involved in NASCAR racing this year. As a viewer, what do you think? The racing's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, why say more? What else needs to be said? I'll tell you so, what, at that race my beer was a little bit warm and my alligator nuggets were not fried. <laughs> So anyway, he cuts that tire down. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> and, and Dylan comes creeping up on him uh-huh. and to pass him for the lead right, right. before the checker flag. And and Kyle Bush comes down. No, tried to push him up in the wall. He's he was gonna wreck him for sure. Tried to wreck him for sure. And so uh, the Bush tried to get on top of him. Is that what you're saying? Got wrecked and, by Bush. Yeah. Got wrecked by Bush because tried to get on top of him. Nothing wrong with a Bush on top. I, I like a little Bush uh, on top. <laughs> I like a lot of Bush on top. <laughs> That's all. That's all. After three beers, Bush is on top. That's all I know. (laughs) But Kyle Bush is the reigning champion of the Winston Cup or Nextel Cup, whatever it is. Infinity, right? Maybe uh, Cup racing. Well, Sprint Cup, Sprint Cup, and Infinity. So Xfinity, isn't it? Xfinity is Bush racing, right? Nextel Cup. Okay, go for it. Or I don't even know. Who Uh, cares? The Cup racing, the Cup cars. He's a reigning champion on this thing, and. 
both races, Saturday night and Sunday, he didn't do an interview, and he finished in the top five. And that's that's in the rule book. If you finish in the top five, you got to do an interview. Right. And he skipped them both. He got hauled in the trailer, too. And that's the champion. Bailiff, whack his pee-pee. He done. That's some teaching time for you. He skipped out that trailer. He skipped out To give you guys an update on that, NASCAR never gave a ruling. They just wanted to hear Casey Kane's uh, part of it, and they just declared it as an accident. Really? Yeah. Really? They just wanted to hear his explanation. I'm sorry. She gets, she yeah. gets pardon the pun, but she gets screwed yeah. in all this it says, stuff. It says, man. right in the no bush. Respect. After, after, after leasing no NASCAR hauler, Casey Kane said Danica incident was entirely an accident, and NASCAR just wanted to hear his explanation, so they never gave a fuck. It's what, what, never just What's an the accident. explanation? It was yeah. an accident. It was an accident. That's literally what he said. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Those cars don't turn left right? by themselves. There, there is no accident. Right, right. All of a sudden, we forgot right. how to drive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it. That was, was in my blind spot. That was on the update. Hey, hold on. on. We're just about at the end of this yeah. run here. Hey, um, I really appreciate you calling in and helping out with me tonight. As hey, I'm, man, it's I'm my pleasure. Solo. Uh, well, actually, I'm not flying solo because I have my buds here with me. But I appreciate you being on. So uh, give your show a shout-out and uh, pip yourself. Nice talk hey, to man, you. Hey, man, thank you again. You know, I love the show. I love hanging out with you guys. My show's on on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. We're called In the Game, and we're on BKS. The letters BKS, the number one radio.com, BKS1radio.com. And we just try to do it like you guys, keeping up the standards of good sports talk. Not going to always a pleasure. And uh, I'm sorry we're at conflicting times now, but, you know, I always fall in after my show, man, because I love spending time with you guys. I love talking sports with you. Well, I appreciate my brother from another mother, man. Uh, I really do appreciate your input, and thanks for hanging with us tonight. Um, Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. We'll catch you on the other side. Uh, Thanks to everybody here tonight. I love my intern. He's actually running the board tonight, man. First time on the the ones and twos, man. How you liking? You all right over there, Cam? Yeah, I'm good. You good? Yeah. You sure? Oh, yeah. You sure? Yeah. You sure? Like, no, I'm actually freaking the fuck out. (laughs) No, I did that in traffic. (laughs) That was all right. I just love the Ivy League look, man. The long sleeve, pinstripe shirt, the slaps, you you know. A little, a I thought little. he was your IT guy right. coming in to like fix right. the FIOS. That's what I thought. Right. When he walked in, I'm like, well, must have been technical Renee issues. Renee screwed up again. We got the IT guy the IT here. Guys here. I secretly work for Google. Right? That's <laughs> all I got do. got a little growth, you know, a little two-day stubble. Yeah, just, you, know, you know, $100 an hour. That, giving that look. <laughs> that look like, you know, haven't had time to shave because... I'm too important. Shave. Uh, I just I'm done down too important. Shave. I'm too important. Shave. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Hey, soccer news. Dan Burlington. We have like four minutes left. Dan Burlington. What? What, my friend? I have me some bangers and mash. Well, I'm going to cut that soccer news down. Uh, we call that football in the UK. Soccer news. Well, this show's ending early today because there ain't jack shit that happened over the last two weeks. So, uh. Well, just talk about your love affair with the thing I. Oh, uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes, the fat head I put on your wall with oh. the four inch nipples. Every How's night before I lay my head on me fancy pillow made of quite nice fabric. I look up and see Cristiano Ronaldo with no shirt and a defined eight pack with crispy nipples. <laughs> and how does that make you feel, my friend? Do you feel like a man? I feel quite gitty. You feel like quite gitty? Yes, yes. But uh, but honestly, there's nothing really that's going on. The UEFA just gave out their uh, their quarterfinals, and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're the silly nannies best in the Boston knockers. Well, thank you so much for that soccer news. Oh, you're so welcome. Go back to the pub, drown yourself in some warm-ass beer. No, I'm doing that right now. Soccer news. All right, well, hey, tonight was a great show. We talked on just about every sports subject that we could talk about. Had a few phone calls. I want to thank my buddy, my perfect neighbor, Rich. I want to thank you. Friends for life, man. I really love you, my brother. Courtney, you know I love you, my man. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. Keep it going strong, man. Keep making your music. Uh, we're going to be friends for a long-ass time, man. Daniel, thanks for stepping in. Of course. Of course. I appreciate it. Ray, great job on the ones and twos. Yeah, let's give it up for Cam. Too bad you missed the herb for three quarters of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What? It's here? Oh. I didn't think there was any hair. Yeah, well, you wonder why his drops were so right? key. I wonder why you were so late and everything, man. You just like, just like weren't as sharp as usual. When, when he gets here late, he'll take off early it. to I make up it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are we going to go out right now? Or are we still going? Or what's, what's uh, no, man, we're going to go out right now. We're going to so go out right now? All right, so what I'm going to take us out with this. So this is called Cheech and Chong's Marijuana Song because I was late to the party. So I'm going to play this. Wow, so you guys man. just sit back, man, listen. Nice. This is good stuff. So here you go. This is the Sportscast, Holmes. Hope you enjoyed it. I got a thing for marijuana. Surrounds me like a sauna. When I get with you, I wanna tell the world how much I love ya. I'm a cannabis man, got a joint in each of my hands. Mexican or Panama red, this cruel love will never end. Oh, how I love you, marijuana, marijuana. Oh, how I love you, marijuana, marijuana. I'm in love with marijuana makes me feel just like an iguana i know i like you like no other in the morning i'm always looking for you man. i am a cannabis man once again got the grass in the back of my pan columbia no sense of me kinds of this skunky mama she is my prima donna i am a mary jane man smoke a bong or aluminum can let's light up this giant slip dude up dude up